0: It goes so crazy I tell a Man, I love to It's the way the music comes over me The emotions I get I won't Sometimes the music is sure To make you cry and dry your eyes You know when the music Is the way you can hide Well, I get lost Put your game in a song just to make me moan. I like my Robin Dig me alone, a out album, triple shots that's the trend. I get lost in your words, it feels so good when I'm hurt. Takes my mind off of the pain, love when the beat takes me away with only good music.
1: Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. Welcome to another session of Focus Females Global Chat Cafe Saturday morning motivation show with me, Dr. C and my friend and colleague, Shauna G. We are going to jump right into this program today because we have a lot of things to cover today. And we're just going to jump right into the program. Uh, we started off, of course, with Tori Lee's Good Music. Time for some good conversation. And we're going to get started. Special shout out to everyone, wherever you are in this world. Thank you so much for listening. And for those of you who will be listening to our replay, thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, I want to start off by giving a shout-out to all of the countries and places who have been supporting us for almost 10 years. We will have our 10-year anniversary coming next month in February, and we have grown by leaps and bounds in the last decade. So, Shauna, I know you're on the line. I just want to say a quick hello to you, sis, before we jump right into today's discussion, which is all about, as I said, boundaries. So, how you doing? And today, good morning Texas? to you.
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm um, Okay, a little bit under the weather, but we're going to, you know, the show must go on. So, we're going to keep it moving. And um, I'm going to go and start with, as usual, saying a special shout out to all of the places and countries who have supported us throughout the world. And then um, we have a new segment editorial and commentary from Allie B who cannot be here with us today but she did send me her write-up and I'll be reading it to you all and of course it is so in alignment with what we're doing today all about again boundaries you're going to hear me say that word a lot and some people listening may even get their feelings hurt because each of us those who are overstepping and those who are allowing people to overstep we're going to be addressing all of that today so special shout out to canada the united states of america greece the united kingdom uh, mexico and spain brazil and chile hungary sweden oh i have spain on here twice Uh uh-oh hey i caught that people (laughs) gotta love live shows (laughs) France, Germany, Denmark, Romania, Turkey, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Kenya, South Africa, Malaysia, Philippines, Australia, New Zealand, Algeria, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, China, South Korea, Indonesia, India, Pakistan, Russia, and Japan. So I want to thank you all for being here with us and, gosh, your continued support. Welcome to all the people over in our call query as well. Thank you for being here. Of course, if you want to be on air at any time during our program, you can press the number one on our phone, and we will, of course, get you on air. Uh, We're waiting for some more of our regulars to show up in our show chat room. I haven't gotten any notifications that there's a problem there yet, because the chat room is rather quiet, but we're going to get going with our program, and like I said, today is all about boundaries, and one thing I wanted to start off with, uh, you know, the show originally started with doing a recap of the motivational and inspirational quotes and pieces that I post during the week. Because we have evolved, I have changed that now to pick the uh, most popular one or two from the week. And it just so happens that last week was, well, this week was the Welcome to a New Decade post that I did on January 1st of 2020. And I had written that it was time to close the book of years past and start a new novel, people. Time to write another chapter full of awe and wonders. It's time to write your life, but this time the way you want it to be read by others. So time to turn a page on your book about this journey called life. Make your story the bestseller of your new Decade And the only way that you'll be able to do that Is if we learn How to set boundaries So Shauna, you know I said that um, We have a new segment coming uh, Commentary And editorial And this week Allie B will be bringing these To us but today She wasn't available Because she had a prior commitment So she sent her Commentary to me to read. And today is all about setting boundaries. And what she wrote goes something like this. We have our limitations. If we go behast our limitations, we reach our breaking point. There's no coming back once we've gone to the point of no return. This leads to strained relationships, miscommunication, and stress. Setting boundaries will help us to go past our limits, not to to go past our limits. Well, actually, setting boundaries can help us to go past our limits, too. Our responsibility to ourselves is to preserve our self-respect, energy, and peace. We can only do that if we set boundaries, guidelines for how we deal with people and situations, Effective boundaries work when they are followed. Here are five simple ways to set boundaries for your peace of mind and body. Allie B goes on to say, number one, say no and mean it. Boundaries do not work if we do not practice using the word no. If you're not able to create the mental space to tackle extra projects or to even hear a friend vent about a situation, then you will not be effective in those projects or vent session. If you just can't do it, say no. If you don't want to do it, say no. If you can do it but not right away, say no. I cannot talk right now. I can call you tomorrow afternoon or... No, I will not be able to get that done today. I can work on it tomorrow, and I will check in with my progress in the afternoon. Make your no clear and mean it. Number two, she goes on to say, know your limitations. Before you can expect others to know what you can and cannot do, you need to make sure you know what you can and cannot do. Know what upsets you and how you react when you are upset. Be clear in what you like to do and not like. Create a physical and or mental list of what pushes you to your limit and what you need to do to make sure you do not go past your limits. You cannot control what others say and do, but you can control how it affects you. Number three is a good one. Speak up. Suffering in silence will not help you to set and to maintain your boundaries. If you do not like something, speak up. If you cannot handle something, speak up. Miscommunication can be avoided if you speak up about what you need or what is bothering you. And number four was one of my favorites. Protect your energy. Everyone is not for you. Be careful who you share things with and what you reveal to others about your triumphs and struggles. Let me say that part again. Be careful who you share things with and what you reveal to others about your triumphs and struggles. Listen to your intuition and follow your gut. Your boundaries can be ignored if you share parts of your life with the wrong people. Your energy can be unnecessarily drained, trying to combat negative energy. You've allowed to enter your space. Let me say that part again. Your energy can be unnecessarily drained trying to combat negative energy you have allowed to enter your space. And number five is self-care. Self-care is indeed the best care. You can't take care of your responsibilities to others if you're not taking care of yourself. And let me add a little bit to that. You can't take care of your responsibilities to yourself if you're neglecting yourself while taking care of others. Carve out time for you to do things you enjoy. Take care of what you need so that you're mentally and physically healthy. Make sure the time and space you create for yourself is uninterrupted. Let me say that last part again. Make sure the time and space you create for yourself is uninterrupted. Welcome to those of you who are jumping in on our call query. Thank you for being here. We just got done discussing the editorial and commentary from Allie B. That is a new section that's coming to our program. And today, of course, it was all about boundaries again. And before we jump into our discussion, let me read the piece that I've picked for today. And I was telling Shauna earlier that I'm so amazed that through divine direction that our program has lasted this long unscripted, We never know who's going to call in. We never know who's going to press the number one on their button. We don't know what direction it may take the show in from our original plan. So we never know. But we do have new boundaries that we're setting for our programs in 2020. And we'll be talking more about that as time goes on. But again, we're always here. We're walking this journey with you because we've been through this. We're not sitting up here giving you textbook talk. We're speaking from our spirits and our souls. And before we jump in, as I said, the piece for today is button because. It goes a little something like this. Okay, now we've been down this road one time too many. You keep saying you know you need to change, but. So what comes after but? But what? How long are you going to stay with people who keep you in this rut? I love him, but he hits me because. I like her, but she stabs me in the back because. It's no good for me, but. I need it because. I want to move forward, but I stay because. With all this because and buts, you're driving me nuts. I would ask you why, but you go from made-up excuses to lies. I can't take much more of this, so I have to say my goodbyes. There should be laws banning you from ever using but and because. If they were ever enforced, I'd give a standing ovation of applause. Unfortunately, I've come to the conclusion this is my personal delusion. You know what? I know in my gut you will remain a but. So you don't like what I said and want to know why? The answer is simple, because, and that in itself starts our topic for today about boundaries. When we don't have boundaries, we're going to come up with a million and two buts and because. Isn't that right?
2: Absolutely, that's right.
1: So where do we start, Shauna? I mean, we have
2: so there's, much. There's so much. And first, I just want to say, you know, Allie B.'s commentary was on point. Um, she, made, she made some really good points that we're going to dive deeper into about saying no um, and meaning it and the limitations and speaking up um, and protecting our energy and that self-care. First, I think we should talk about the definition of boundaries because sometimes we may differ. Um, or people may view it differently. So I think one of the first steps that anyone can do regarding this topic is to define it for yourself so that you can have a, a starting point, right? hmm yep. So I see for myself as a boundary is like a set of standards or the perimeters that I place, I put in place um, that will allow me to accept Someone else's words or a person's behaviors, what I will allow into my space or remove from my space for my betterment. Boundaries are important. How do you define that, C. Maria? For me, there's several ways. I think that,
1: as I said earlier, boundaries go both ways. Sometimes we set boundaries for ourselves that prevent us from going further. And sometimes we need to set boundary, boundaries to prevent us from going further. And I know a lot of people are like, wait, she just said the same thing. But it's, you know, when I was an um, undergrad, I studied Chinese. And one thing that I learned about studying modern Chinese and Mandarin was the fact that you could say the same thing, and it's all about the tones. So if I say that I need to set boundaries to prevent me from going further, sometimes we take things too far and we become our own worst enemies. And then I can also say sometimes I really do need to set boundaries or to change those boundaries that can allow me to go further. Sometimes we sell ourselves short, and we end up not being where we should be because we haven't set those boundaries. Boundaries mean there's a time and a place for everything, and boundaries comes down to limitations. But in the same breath, it could mean expectations. So, again, where's that per- Perimeter for me where's that perimeter where is that line that i should or should not cross for me that's that may be a little bit intricate but for me you know let's just say it's that line that we need to know when we should and should not
2: cross and i agree you know and i also think that um boundaries is also an expression of self love because when we love ourselves, we protect ourselves, right? And Mm -hmm. we're very protective of what comes, what I'll say in our force field, our energy field. And when we love ourselves, we're just not going to allow darts to be thrown at us or become targets to make other people feel good. There's so many things, there's so many different directions we can dive into. One of the things that keeps this that stood out while you were talking, and even as I was listening to Allie B's, is why don't we practice, you know, boundaries more? What's preventing us from setting a boundary and sticking to it?
1: Right. And I think that like, sometimes, uh, Mhm. I think that sometimes for some of us, I know some people say, well, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And then my response back is, well, aren't they hurting you in some way by crossing that boundary? Right. And I may get a the infamous, yeah, but. The infamous but we were just speaking about, but what? And I think last week and the week before, I always say, stop setting yourself on fire to make other people warm. So that comes into what Ali B. said about knowing the power of your no. You have to know when to say no and mean it, and that's anywhere. Let's just start from here, where we are. We are in the profession of helping people. We are in the realm of uh, a place where people come to us for help. They come to us for guidance. They come to us for resources. They come to us for that listening ear, but then there's some people who take advantage of that. For instance, if I say that I'm offering a, um, a voucher for a free session, some people will turn that one session into three sessions, into four sessions, and then I have to say, listen. You keep coming back with another question. Your voucher was for one session. Anything past that, you either contract with me so that we can start this journey properly. Because so many people are under the false impression that because we're friends on social media or because I give you a shout out every now and then, that gives you a free ride to get free advice. And that doesn't work that way. As much as this is a wonderful thing that we do, this program costs money to continue. Every program and event that we have costs money to do. There's all types of overhead costs to everything. And because people think that we're here on some online broadcast, that means that there's no cost involved or that our profession should be free. I went to school. I went to a lot of training to learn how to do what I do, in addition to growing to that point where I can speak my peace and I can speak my truth. But uh, so many people have jumped into this realm because they have a story. But there's more to it than just having your story. You have to know what to do with your story for yourself, and then you have to know how to help others. And I don't mean fully textbook, but you have to know how to apply all of our learning, all of our expertise to, for, in order for it to become a service that people can grow from. This is I always tell people, Shauna, that in my, in my, what I do is that I tell people, I don't want you to be following me forever. I want you to go and spread like that piece that you shared earlier today. You know, we have to come out of our cocoons so that we can grow those wings and fly and soar with the eagles. So there's so many times when even we as the teachers and the leaders, we have to know when enough is enough. When someone is taking up that seat in your classroom, but they're doing it at no cost, when Someone else, And that no cost doesn't necessarily mean monitored. It could also mean that they keep asking questions. They're not doing the assignments. They're not trying to use anything that you've given them. They'll come back with another, but what happens this and but what happens that? Wait, you haven't tried to fix it with the other one, two, or three things that I've told you. So don't keep asking me for scenarios. And then every now and then, Shauna, you get those people where, you see what they've told you next thing they're acting like experts and they're on someone else's show using your words.
0: So you <laughs> all want to get into boundaries. The <laughs> <laughs> you want exactly. to go into
1: boundaries, people. That's probably and, something most people have never
2: even thought about. And just know that boundaries is not being selfish. <laughs> if you take no. all the scenarios that see Maria just stated and, you know, to protect yourself, it's, it's not being selfish. It's, it's loving you first. It's putting you first. It's saying, hey, you know, I've, I've paid my price. I've paid the dues that I can speak about this. And if you're going to constantly, example, take my content and run with it and change two words and say, now it's yours, then I'm going to set up a boundary that's going to prevent you from taking from me, from creating a false image without giving me my credit. Boundaries again are not selfish. Boundaries are not a bad thing. <laughs> they are not a bad thing. Um, some people are afraid that if they put a boundary up, that it's going to um, keep them apart from people. It's going to um, separate them. Is that a bad thing? No. People who cannot respect the boundaries that you place up for your, for you, for your protection, for your peace. Should they even be in your life to begin with? So when we start diving deeper into boundaries, we have to actually take a deep, deeper look and evaluation at every aspect of our lives. People try to make you feel guilty when you were saying how when you you know, you offer a free session and then they come in with a laundry list of 100 things when there should just be one topic at hand. <laughs> People try to make helpers, healers like us feel guilty, you know, about putting up boundaries. So if I call C Marie and say, hey, you know, see, let's talk about, you know, one, two, three. And next thing I know, 10, 20 minutes later, I'm on, you know, 101, 102, 103. It's healthy for C. Maria to say, "Whoa, you know, this call—the intent and the purpose of this call was X, Y, Z, or it was one, two, three—and now you're at 101. I can't offer solutions to that right now because we're focusing on one, two, three, and bring it back." Like she said, we we went through lots of training professionally in the school of hard knocks to get to where we are today to help you and to help each other. So
0: exactly. If you
2: put up a boundary don't there's no guilt that comes with boundaries. There's absolutely no guilt. There should be no guilt.
1: Right. And people need to understand and they need to respect those boundaries. You know, and and it's I understand that there's so many hurting people out there. And Some people tend to cling to us, and it's like baby, baby, baby. I'm not Reynolds Wrap. You can't just cling to me and live your life vicariously through my life because this it belongs totally. to me.
2: Did you just say Reynolds Wrap?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love you. <laughs> Saran Wrap, whichever That's one be it way is. Off.
1: <laughs> Whatever fun of them it is. Don't, don't don't do that.
0: You know. I'm like I'm like,
1: don't do that. No, this is my life yeah. and I need to live it and help people and I don't need someone who's right there connected to me like Elmer's. I just can't. I'm like, no, you need the whole point of what I'm supposed to do is to help the people who come to me for guidance to develop their game plan for their lives. I don't want people who are going to live through me. This is my life, and in that respect, yes, I'm very protective of that because there can be only one C. Maria. There can be only one Shauna G. There can be only one, all of you in the call query. There can be only one of you who is going to listen to this replay, I don't care if you're twins, triplets, quadruplets, you're still individuals and your lives are not totally identical. Just because you look that way doesn't mean that things are going to materialize identically for each and every one of you. The bottom line is simple. We need to understand that our job is to help you to develop who you are and what your journey is going to be and what your roadmap is. And you can't stay safe by living through someone else. You have to go out and you have to make your own way, make your own boundaries, set your own limits. Mm -hmm. And yes, will you fall? Perhaps. Well, maybe, you know, probably. (laughs) probably <laughs> <Just> because
0: probably. <laughs> life <laughs> life is
1: there shana to make us we can't grow and learn if we don't have some setbacks and, and and roadblocks that's the whole point that's what makes us think that's what makes us learn in life whether it's a relationship even in relationships we're going to try to hit as much as we can within our time but right now we're just talking about the business aspect because so many people have problems with saying no this is your livelihood most people you didn't start a business to be unsuccessful you started that business and you start got into that realm whatever it is hopefully number one because of the passion and knowing that it's your purpose now if you're just in it for the money that's a show for another day but if you're in it for the passion and the purpose You have to set boundaries or you will never flourish from doing what it is that you're trying to do. And for those of you who are living through other people, I don't want to see you at every event that I have. I don't. I don't want to see you at every event. I don't want to see you looking over my shoulder in every photograph that a photographer will take. I don't want to see you introducing yourself to all of my contacts Because you're trying to build your relationship. Because one thing that I said, 10 years, my listeners know what they enjoy. They like the fact that we're not scripted. They like the fact that I'm very transparent. You know, I'll come on here and tell people in a minute, I might have to mute my mic because I might have to sneeze or cough or whatever it is. If I know it's coming, I'm going to mute the mic. Trust me, I'm coming back because I'm sick today or whatever it is. My listeners know this, and we're talking about people around the world. This isn't just any one particular continent. We're talking about it all over the place. People love the fact that we can sit here and talk, and it's real. But again, some people need to understand, and this is where, for those of you listening within the sound of our voices, you have to understand the power of your no.
2: Can we just stop right now and just see, Marie? Can we just stop right now and actually even ask our listeners to join in or in the chat room to chat? Let's all just say the word, no. On the count of three, we're going to say no, and you're going to say it like you mean it. This is a practice for those of you who are unable to form your lips to let that noise out, that word out. (laughs) So let's just do that together. And this is going to be the beginning of a very wonderful life of no, one, two, three, no, no. You see how simple that was? No. And I'm laughing internally because when I first got into real estate, one of the things that my team leader had to do was sit me down and practice how to say no. Because I would go on, you know, appointments, you know, I'm young, I'm new into the game. And he's like, you're wasting time doing this and you're, you shouldn't be doing that. Your energy should be here. And I was like, no, I have to do this. And I have to, you know, put the, you know, my wing, my cape on and be superwoman to everyone. And he told me then that the success of my career would lie on me learning how to say no. And that was hard to swallow. Because I'm a helper. I love to help. But then I learned how to say no,
0: <laughs>
2: and when I tell you there is so much freedom in just the word no—two letters, no. Yep.
1: And it is, and, and one of the things that I want to add is the fact that you don't want to say no; you could say nope. Uh huh. Right.
0: <laughs> There's many variations. You know, let me of give it. you
1: all a few variations. <laughs> There's a couple variations of it. Let me, no, you know
2: what? I thought about no. one. There's a, a lady teacher on one of the faith-based stations, and I, I, this was many, many years ago, and she said when she um, was approached with an opportunity or something that came up, and they said, hey, would you like to do X, Y, Z? And she adapted this response. If you need an answer right now, it's no. But if you allow me to go and think about it, I'll respond later, maybe differently. And when yep. I heard that, I was just like, "Oh my goodness, that's like so smart." <laughs> like if you if your need is not going to guilt me, guilt me or force me or pressure me into saying yes because you have an urgent need at this moment, but allow me to take a step back, look at my calendar, look at my priorities, and if I see that it can fit within my boundaries, I may say yes. I still may say no.
1: So exactly.
2: don't be so quick to say yes because you're a super nice person because people take advantage of super nice people because the they know that you're never going to say no. And so when you do finally mm-hmm. get to the space of saying no, they're going to be like, oh, what's wrong with her? Or, She's changed. And the answer is I have. I've, I've learned to say no. I've learned my no, the power in my no. Right. So if you are someone who is challenged by the word no, if you are someone who takes on more than they can handle because you have not yet been able to establish your boundaries um, for people in your circle, in your world, there's hope.
0: (laughs) It's never too late to start.
2: And it's okay if someone thinks that you've changed because you have, you're evolving, you're growing. You're coming out of your cocoon, and it's okay. Exactly. Allow them to think that, and you smile and say no, and keep going. It'll be okay. Some people might actually be hurt, and that's not your intent. Everything is about intention. If your intentions was not to hurt someone, it's okay. They'll get over it. They'll adjust to the new you. But you have to steer that ship. You have to steer how people value you and your time. Right. And we do that through boundaries. And not only that, though, but
1: I always tell people healing is a process. And without hurt, there's
2: no healing. You know,
0: if you're say waking again. up and you say have it the again. perfect
2: say life. Again. Say that <laughs> yeah. Say that piece again. There's no what? You forgot With, what
1: you said. Hurt is a process. Yes. And I mean healing is a process. And healing doesn't happen when there's no hurt. So when you say that people may get their feelings hurt, but in order for it the to heal, there will be some hurt. But trust me, if they allow themselves to, they will heal. And because we're talking about boundaries today, Mm Shauna, I want people to understand something. When you say, oh, well, their feelings got hurt. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They have been overstepping their boundaries into your personal space and lives for however long it's been. You have been hurting all this time. So there comes a time when that needs to stop. And when you learn the power of your no, they may claim to be hurt. But in the large picture, they're the ones that have been hurting you all along. So, okay, it's okay. They can walk off and heal. You know, it's fine. They'll be A-okay. And so many of us, we put so again, it goes back to the button because I know but. But, you know, I need to do it because, because I don't think they have anybody else. And most times it's not that you know that somebody doesn't have anybody else. You don't think that they have somebody else. Why? Because the only person that you've ever saw come to their rescue is you. It is you.
2: And you have now become so, codependent upon their emotional yes. needs.
1: Yes. And, again, people, again, for those of you who will listen to the replay, for those of you who are in the call court everywhere listening live, that I can't see you because you're just clicking on some of the players, I won't see you all until after the fact when I see my reports, the bottom line is simple. I want you all to understand this. When you're talking about boundaries, boundaries have to be created out of a necessity, out of a reason. Something has to be the catalyst for you to have to wake up one morning and say that you're tired of being tired. And boundaries must be put in place. Boundaries can be anything. You might have to set boundaries on when you cut off eating at night. You have to, what are you going to eat when you go out with friends? If you want to hang out, you know, a lot of people go out to little cocktails and all of these things, and they have their little um, happy hours and this and that. They say that there's a lot of unhealthy stuff in alcohol. You go out, you need to set boundaries so that you're not getting into a car buzzed. How about that? You have to set boundaries even with family members or at work, wherever. You need to understand the power of your no. And I don't mean sometimes you don't have to physically tell someone no. You can just back away, ease off. If you don't want to tell them no verbally, There's ways. Your actions, actions will always speak louder than mere words. And this is our quiet moment because guess what? I want you all, I want them, no, Shauna, I want them to sit for a second and Mm -hmm. think about what we've discussed up to this moment because so many of you, you show up on shows and you hear here and you 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 know, again, I always use this scenario that there's so many people that once they leave an event, they can't tell you one thing, not one thing that they got out of it. They go there, they eat, they socialize, some take notes, some don't, and some will jump up and be all, yeah, everybody say yeah, 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 yeah. but they've got nothing out of it. Again, we as leaders, we even have to set boundaries and know when it's time for us to evolve and move on to the next project and to decide who our target audience will be. You can have a room full of people. I always said this for years on social media. So many people are quick to say, I have 10,000 followers, and not one of them shares a post or knows what you're talking about. I could have a hundred followers and have seventy five of them be engaging and interactive. And people who are looking to see who the next great thing are, they know that. They know the dynamics of this. Everything that I've done in life, when I took that leap of faith, Shauna, it's because someone found me somewhere and they saw something in me that i had yet to see in myself why because i was still living without boundaries for others but having boundaries on my own life
2: well let me ask this question to you to help the the audience the listeners mm-hmm. how did you begin setting your boundaries well What what actual some practical steps that you took to sit down and say, hey, I need to set boundaries for X, Y, Z situation or for this person? How did you begin that process?
1: I'll tell you the same thing that I told most people that I come across. It's a journey. And one morning, one day, you're either just going to wake up and realize that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's one of the best cliches out there. Or something tragic is going to happen that's going to force you to change. Me, there was a mixture of all of the above. So when I knew that I had to break every chain that I had placed upon myself and the boundaries that I put upon myself that allowed me not to move forward, I knew that I had to break those for myself I had to chip away at all of those things that I had put in place that were holding me back that were holding me at ground zero and then the people in my life that was just a a simple thing of getting up being sick and tired of being sick and tired and been so afraid to have my voice one day I said you know what A classic example, Shauna, when I was growing up, every time I thought I was about to speak up, my mother would say something like, the Bible says you have to honor your mother and father, or your days will be long upon the earth. You have to honor us. You can't talk back to us. You can't speak your mind to us until one day, I was about 22, 23, between 22 and 24, I found my voice. And when I knew that all that manipulation, all that standing in the middle of the floor with the crocodile tears, the minute that I said it doesn't work anymore, suddenly the tears dried up. And I knew that I had been manipulated all those years. There's always going to be something that's going to force that breakthrough. And sad to say that for some, sometimes that force comes back on us. And we're the ones that end up broken in a way where we can never be fixed ever again. So I say to everyone within the sound of our voices, don't be that someone. We're giving you everything that you need. And if we're not, then you can reach out to us. And we'll give you whatever resources you need to be able to move forward. But, that's my best answer, Sean, is that it's a mixture of both. That, um, you know, it and came down to do or die. It came down to do mm-hmm. or die. There she is, Sheba B. Hey. Hey, Sheba B. Welcome to the
2: conversation. <laughs> One of the things for oh, me but, um, is that I realized, like, and you said, you've mentioned this in what your uh, response was, when I lost my voice, because I've always been probably um, one to share my opinion a lot. (laughs) Go figure. Um, And I was, I'm very, I could be very direct. And with no intent to harm or to hurt your feelings, it was just, I have to say it direct so that there's clarity. And as I got older and I listened to institutions and other outside noise and was trying to change my, like soften my message, to make the other person feel good, I lost my voice. And I realized one day that I have to reset these boundaries. And so I actually, because I'm a list person, I, I remember creating a list of, well, what upsets me? You know, what offends me? What do I like? And that's kind of how I started recreating and and finding my voice again and being okay with it. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to learn that my words were my words, were my truth. And it's okay to stand on them and without living under your boundaries. So many people try to smother us and silence us because they have not set boundaries even for themselves. Or like you said, they may be a manipulator. They might be a people pleaser. The the list can go on and on. But when I learned to forgive myself and give myself permission to have feelings, to have my truth, and not take on the burden of everybody else's feelings, I was free to move freely within my boundaries. Now, some people may think that, you know, well, my, if I put boundaries up, um, it's just me having a rebellious spirit. It's me being disobedient, you know, and I'm a rebel without a call. I'll be labeled as a rebel without a cause or whatever. And, that goes, I'm going to speak, what, I, what I'm going to say to that is that you have to change your mind of people-pleasing. Because guess what? You're never going to please everyone. It's just not going to happen. Not today, not tomorrow, not in the future. So I encourage you to separate your feelings from other people's feelings. Separate their needs from your needs. And focus on yourself first. What just popped in my mind, and some of you may be able to relate, growing up as children, we may have had that mother, that house, it might have been your grandparents' home or your mom's home, where, remember the furniture in the living room that couldn't be sat on, couldn't be touched? It had the plastic on it.
0: (laughs) Remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. That was mama or grandmama putting a boundary up because they valued that piece of furniture. Just as we should value ourselves, our energy space, our souls. And they laid that plastic up, and some even had the um, plastic runner on the floor that if you turned it upside down, you, you hurt yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Could, mm-hmm. Those
2: were boundaries. We didn't probably see them or label them as boundaries. They were just a rule that we thought may have been stupid. But it was to protect something valuable. Boundaries protect us we're valuable but if you don't even see your value it's going to be hard for you to set boundaries
1: right and let me add to that shauna <laughs> go back a little bit because yeah let me tell you all something if you are old enough to remember that plastic on the furniture and even if you were allowed to sit on it you knew not to sit on it with shorts on because your skin would stick to the plastic. Let me tell you all something. With the infamous runners, if your foot got caught on that and that end ripped up and the bottom was exposed and you stepped on it, it's like a deadly weapon. Because those little spikes on the bottom of those runners would give you the worst pain in the world. Those were boundaries that we never crossed. It was like, don't even look at the living room. How dare we? It's like, oh, no, no, no. Mm -mm, Nope, you go straight to the kitchen, go straight somewhere else, anywhere, but wherever you saw the plastic on that furniture. And so many people get that plastic on the same furniture for decades to the point where it finally started to dry rot and just start to fall. And don't sit on it if it's starting to crack because then you get it, you know, stand up with a cut or two or six or ten. So, again... I'm saying this to give you all an analogy about boundaries. Say you ignored all of that and you went in there and you were there where you should not have been. First of all, back in the day, if you did that, oh, there was a price to pay for going in there in that living room and sitting on that plastic furniture without, you know, that plastic covered furniture without permission. When we're talking about boundaries, again, there's so many facets to boundaries. And some people, a classic example, Shauna, when we were growing up, we knew, whether you call it a rule, whether you call it a boundary, we knew what we could and could not do with that plastic covered furniture, and those plastic runners were concerned. We knew. Mm -hmm. We need to understand and bring this into our lives now today. Yes, we need to understand that people need to people need to bring some of those times of old up into the present. We need to realize the power of boundaries. Um Shiva B, if you want to join in or anyone over in our call query, if you want to say a few words about your boundaries or the boundaries that you wish you could create for people.
2: Or if you need press help the number on, one on how your phone. to, <laughs> we would be happy yeah. to
1: walk you through a, be a happy role play. To. <laughs> but but otherwise, get this. Sit here. You're still here, so I know that you're listening. We love that. And I always tell people, I said, I'd rather you sit there and take notes and get everything you need. And if you all have something that you want to talk about, now is the time for you to do it. But you can sit back and relax. There's no pressure here. There's never any pressure here. I'm just saying it to let you know that you have the option. And I've always told Sean and all my regular guests, I'm like, I like when people are there and I can see them sitting because I know that they at least are showing interest in hanging out and being here. And then, of course, everything happens after the show is over because so many people want to send messages and do all of those things after the show is over because people do like to sit and listen. And that's the thing that I said earlier, when you have a, when you have something That people can relate to, they will gravitate towards it. And a lot of times, if we get hung up on too many callers, then we'll lose part of our program and what we're trying to share with you. So, again, you're perfectly welcome to call in, you're perfectly welcome to press the number one on your phone. You're also welcome to sit there, keep your pads and your pens and and pencils available and take all the notes you need. And as always, if you find value in our programs, please share them with others that you know could benefit. But today, for all of you who are just popping on, we're talking about boundaries. And boundaries are so broad. There are so many different facets to it. And sometimes we have to know, and we're going to move on into one of the most challenging areas of setting boundaries, and that's when we have to set it with
2: loved ones. Ooh, ouch. We probably should have had this show before the holiday. <laughs> oh, that's well, i tell you what, they're, they're,
1: they're lying for the new year. Now you're going I to get know. what you need for the new year. <laughs> and so, will it hurt? Let me just start off by saying some people, will it hurt when you have to set those boundaries? Mm -hmm. Yep, it probably will. Mm -hmm. Will you need time to heal? I'm pretty sure you will. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Will that stop you from doing it? Absolutely not. You need to get this done. It's what, January what, 4th? Right. You have 361 more days to go where you can get this right. Mm-hmm. And you need to get it right.
2: I remember when I you had really to. Did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say, you know, diving into the first thought about the whole family, loved one, loved ones. Um, I remember when there was a loved one, a family member who was just sucking the life out of me. You know, that person that you call. And, you know, it becomes, oh, hey, hey, how are you? Oh, awesome. And then the conversation goes south really quickly um, because now you got to listen to the woe is me.
0: 101
2: things are going wrong in my life. And I remember over the years just sitting there listening and just saying, hmm mm-hmm. And then one day, and I was actually resenting even the phone calls that had to take place. I avoided phone calls from this person uh, multiple times because I just, didn't have it in me because I knew how the conversation was going to go. And one day I decided to say no and give myself that permission to set the boundary around this family member. And I simply stated, I love you. However, when we are having a conversation, I can no longer listen to, and I gave the list of things that I was setting my boundaries around. And that was a tough conversation in my head more so than it actually was because I thought that if I tell this person, you know, I can't take you talking much or I can't take on all the 101 things because I'm a fixer. I have to see how I can help and how I can fix stuff for you. And when I remove those mindsets, And said, I have to protect me in my mental space. Mental boundaries are important. Emotional boundaries are important. And I told this person that. And it was an adjustment. I do believe their feelings were hurt for a few seconds. And I also, in my boundary, I said, when you begin down this path, I'm going to gently stop you to give you time to redirect. And should you choose not to take that time and use that wisely and go right back into the land of who knows what, I'm going to let you know that I love you, and then I'm going to be hanging up the phone now. Uh, They didn't believe me, I guess, the first couple go-rounds. It took a couple, you know, hang-ups. And it's not like a cold hang-up in your face because I'm not, the intent is not to be rude. The intent is to protect my mental space. And I told them I love them. And I said, you know, you've been complaining, and I, I can't do this right now. And so I'm going to hang up now. Love you. And eventually, the conversation shifted. Now, because this is an older um, person, they, they slide back into their habits sometimes a little easily. But I simply redirect. And I actually now catch them catching themselves from going down that rabbit hole. So keep – don't be afraid to reemphasize to people what your boundaries are, including family, because they, we, we take we – take, um, we don't believe that boundaries sometimes apply. Oh, I'm the cousin. I'm the favorite aunt. Oh, no, boundaries don't mean – that's for you. Oh, that's for your friends and for your business relationships. No, it's for everyone. And it's okay, you, you probably will still get invitation to the next family reunion, but if you don't, you simply say to yourself, and I'm okay with that. Yep. Because we're putting ourselves first. And I say all the time, yep. I am so sorry that I trained you to treat me a certain way. <laughs> I am so sorry that I trained you to just run over me with that train and back it up and do it again. But from this day going forward, this is how I'm going to be moving. And this right. is what I expect of you. And I hope that you respect me and value me and our relationship enough to comply.
1: Right. And and I think that um, what Shana said to pull up on that, is that when you speak, you have to speak with conviction because people will try you. Like she said, they'll try you. Because, see, if you don't speak with conviction and you don't stick to what you're saying, you're just sharing a silent voice. You're speaking, but no one's really listening to you. No one is really hearing what you're saying because they know that they can get away with it. And don't, you know, Shauna spoke earlier about people pleasing. And, okay, you were doing that all along. Then you want to find your voice to tell these people you're not going to do that anymore. Because, you see, the more that you don't allow your voice and what you're saying to be respected, you go from people pleasing to people pacifying. And when you do that, you're still at ground zero, and these people are still getting over. And let me put a different spin on what Shauna said. It was an older person who were set in their ways and things like that. But then you have what if you're dealing with the narcissist? You could call and be on death's door and they're gonna cut you off and start talking about whatever is going on in their life, good and or bad. It's all about them. It's all about them. If you just brought a new car, you brought a Toyota, they have to talk about their whatever is better than the, they bought a Mercedes, because next week they have to get something better than you. You have those people that have to best you at every corner. Another person you need to set boundaries with. Those people who try to downplay everything about you and upplay their lives. Boundaries. Those people who want to cut you off, And talk about their life and not hear. When it's time for you to tell them something about yours, they have to get off the phone every single time. Time for boundaries. Those people who expect you to be there for them every time they need you for something, but they're never there for you for anything. Boundaries. That's what boundaries are about, people. I need you all to understand this. It's, there's no shame in setting boundaries. You have to remember, when you don't set boundaries, you're disrespecting the person that you see in the mirror, and you're giving all of your power, all of your energy to someone else. Not cool, not acceptable in any realm. Not cool, not acceptable. So we have to learn. So how do we do this? What did we say earlier? Let's say it again. No, it's what I no. always do. I put a spin on <laughs> mine. I put a spin on mine because I want them. They'll remind, if you just say, no, I'm sorry, no. Oh, no, I want them to remember it. So I'll put something on it to make it just as grand as their actions have been for years, minutes, seconds, however long it's been. No, nope, 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 nope not going to happen. Nope, that's a negative. You know, whatever <laughs> you need to say to get them to understand. And to me, when you put emphasis on it, it also empowers you to say, you yes. know, now, you have yes. to be at a different level to say no and move on and look out the window and sip on your tea or whatever you're drinking and say, this is delicious. I'm sorry, did you just say no?
2: Uh-huh.
1: And you go right back to doing whatever it
2: is you're doing. But that takes a Because you have level. to stand firm. You have to stand firm yeah. on your no. You can't be the little boy to cry wolf and say, I'm setting up boundaries today, and then let someone right. run over them. And then tomorrow I right. come back and say, "I'm going to really set up my boundary today," and they're going to say, "Okay." Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so then, when you're sick and tired and you're at your breaking point, that's when relationships are severed, you know, forever, because you couldn't yes. find that no in you. You couldn't say, I, "I value myself enough, and I need I need you too." And if you don't sit down with someone and say. Here's the consequence. Here's what I'm asking of you and here's the consequences if you don't do that. I had a friend years ago and I just thought about this because and I and I, I'm going to say I probably I did disrespect her boundary. And it's something simple. Her mother her birthright name is was XYZ. And in adulthood, I think in our late 30s or so, she that she wanted to be called this nickname and I said I've been knowing you forever as XYZ I said girl I'm not calling you that nickname like where did that come from <laughs> and I straight told her no that was not respecting her boundaries because she explained why she wanted to you know be um, addressed by this nickname She didn't really care for her um, birth name because she said it sounds um, a little too urban. And so she created this peaceful name. And I just, the name didn't, the nickname didn't resonate with me. But who was I? Who was I to break that boundary that she placed up around her image? Even Even if I did not agree with her reasonings behind it, And I could give a oh, well, you're disrespecting your mother. She, you know, she put love into the name and she raised you, blah, blah, blah. But it was her boundary. Mm -hmm. So, you know what, listeners, what I'm going to do, literally, I'm going to send her a text message and say, I disrespected your boundary. When you asked this, I did this. And that was not my place. And I am sorry. That's what I'm going to do. Go ahead, Maria, while I shoot
1: that text real quick. Yep, and that's the thing, people. You have to, even for those of you who have done, as Shauna just shared, maybe you should reach out and tell somebody, hey, guess what? I was on the show today, and they were talking about boundaries, and I just realized that I overstepped yours, and I disrespected you in that way. So again, boundaries. Oh my gosh, this is such a huge topic. I mean, it is paramount to all of us to know our boundaries. So, wherever you are within the sound of our voice, what are your boundaries? What boundaries have you crossed that you should not have? What are your boundaries? And what boundaries do you need to work on developing? These are the types of things that will make us live happier and healthier lives. When we have to, sometimes we just have to sit people down. And when they don't listen, that boundary may consist of a total cutoff. It's what is needed, not wanted, but needed. In order for you to thrive and survive, you deserve to be at peace. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be healthy. You cannot do that. If you don't have any set boundaries and allow any and everything and one to say and or do whatever they want in your lives, you cannot survive that way. Who wants to live an entire life? And I, trust me, don't wait until you're old and you're at the end of your life or something happens where you know that maybe you won't wake up to see another sunrise to say, I wish I would have done XYZ. I wish I could have done this. Live your life. If people are in your circle, who are disrespecting you, who are bringing you down, who are not bringing health, joy, happiness, and or success into your world. You either have to set new boundaries to help them to simmer down, or you have to open the gates and show them the exit.
2: Exactly. And it's okay to show them the exit. It's okay. It is. Exit left. That's all.
1: You know, stage right, stage left, exit wherever (laughs) you want, as long as you go. As long as you go, it's all good. I don't care how you get out. As long as you go. And it's like you can stay, but it'll be like I don't even see you. And who wants to live a life like that? They should just go. Mm -hmm. They really should. They should just go. But again, can I
2: backpedal something you said? Can I backpedal mm-hmm. to when you brought up the narcissist person in your life, in people's lives? You know, because mm-hmm. that can go on. That could be a show all in itself. <laughs> oh, it will be. Um, oh, it definitely I, will be. I know. Be. We <laughs> love that because I know you and I both love that topic. <laughs> so, yep. Yes. More to come on that, listeners. Um, so if you are involved and jump in and chime in at any time, see when I'm saying this. If you are in a relationship or have some kind of dealings with someone that might be um, classified as a narcissist, um, someone that's a manipulator, you might feel that you can't set boundaries because they've stolen that power from you. They have control over you. No matter what, you just can't seem to stick to that boundary. Been there and done it, let me first say let me encourage you that there still is a way to exercise and to practice boundaries. Now, I can sit here and say, get out that relationship, get away from that person. It's not healthy for you. Yeah, we'll talk about that another day. But start with baby boundaries where you feel as long as you're safe. Being around someone, a manipulator, you just have to one day say, as C. Maria said, and as the cliche says, you know, just tired of being tired. You have to recognize the manipulative behavior that you have fallen for because we do things because we have muscle memory in our brains. And so we just automatically just do things. And we automatically put up with the um, manipulator. And We can blame it on we ignore them. Oh, it's just how they are. But then when you stop and really take a look at yourself in the mirror and really examine your feelings and where you may feel that your boundaries have been violated, you have to just take a stance. It's a firm, like literally think of yourself as standing on the ground in a pot and pouring concrete in it. Like this is how serious setting boundaries is. You have to set them and mean them. And there's going to be times when you begin the process that you might fall backwards into accepting something that's less than what you deserve. And that's okay. You just get, pick yourself back up and remind yourself to get back in that pot of concrete. Remember what they say. You, like you can't argue with some – an argument is two-way. If you stop arguing, the argument ceases eventually. So if you start taking the power back by setting boundaries – from that manipulator eventually that tie that energy tie between you is going to it's going to cease
0: mm-hmm. now
2: we'll help you get through the emotional part of that you know when you're breaking free of that yeah but just know that you your boundaries are valid they're, your boundaries are real they're needed don't su- don't allow a manipulator to suffocate you And make you feel bad about even wanting (laughs) to place a boundary up because a manipulator may say something like, hmm, well, if you love me, if you care about me, then you would let me do that. But then what if you just one day turn that question around for yourself? Well, if you love me and if you cared about me, then you wouldn't be emotionally draining me. You wouldn't be stepping over my boundaries. Isn't that correct? So find strength in your voice, in your know, in your actions, in your value, your worth, and set those boundaries up. Set them up. Yep. And secondly, Shauna,
1: let me add this. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. In this
1: day of technology and all of that, mm-hmm. one person who did all those things to me all the time, I stopped talking to him on the phone. We only talked through text. So they can have their narcissistic rants all they want. Why aren't you responding to me? Well, because I have something you don't possess. It's called the life. And secondly, you didn't really say anything that I felt the need to respond to. Because, you see, text, you can see them, not see them, do whatever you want with them and respond whenever you want. And if they don't like it, so what? They're not going to blow up your phone. They're not going to do this. And now, especially with... um, You know, smartphones and all of this, you can block a million and two numbers. You can block every number on your contact list if that's what you chose to do. Then they can't call you. They can't. If they don't want to respect your boundaries, then you will have to take it up a notch and force them to respect your boundaries. Trust me. This person I haven't talked to on the phone in years years. I get a lot of texts, and when I feel like responding, I will. And if I don't, guess what? I won't. You're, you have full control. What you all need to realize, all of you within the sound of our voice needs to realize is that. You have full control. You have total control. The problem is that so many of you do not realize the power that you possess. You just don't. So again, right now, we have these times where we get quiet. Those are the times, again, that I give you a chance to digest what has been discussed up to this moment and figure out if you're ready to apply it in your life, and if you are, where are you going to apply it in your life? And some of you probably didn't even think about the fact that you don't have to pick up that phone and talk to anybody. Smartphones have caller ID. Some home phones, home phones, who still has a home phone? Raise your hand. Anyway, most people <laughs> don't have home phones anymore, but for those of you that do, hopefully you have caller ID on them. And if you see, like I tell people here, there are people on our call query that have blocked numbers. If they press the number one on their phone, I'd never bring them on air because I don't know who they are and what they have to say. So a lot of times when we've had people in the past who come on with racist rants and things of that nature, I tell people, some of my old mentees, don't bring those people online. If you can't see a number to attach to them, don't bring them online. So if you need to contact the authorities, you'll need to know a number that they can trace to someone. I had someone call who cried out for help, and the kicker was she jumped off the minute that she jumped on, but she also sent me a message with a half of a phone number. But what I did was I got on the 911 exchange which is in in the US at least. I don't know if it's worldwide or something, but 911 uh is the emergency exchange you call to get police and um all uh, you know, emergency technicians, all the people to come out for you. So I got on the exchange and I explained to them who I was and what I was doing. And one exchange Uh, based on the area code, connected me to the other exchange. And we literally did track down the young lady, and they said that they got her help. We're no joke here, people. We're here to help you. I don't care where you are. You know, long story short, a young lady who had no boundaries, she had no rights. In the country that she was in, her family had sold her into human slavery, sex trafficking for money, and she tried to get out again. Had to go through the U.S. Embassy to that country's embassy to all of these different people, literally, to help this young lady. She managed to send me her um, ID cards and her passports and things like that, And I went and talked to so many people. We're not just here. We're not just some podcast people. We are on it in a huge way. We want to help you. And when people disrespect you like that, and some people who I've worked with, yes, that's like the ultimate boundary betrayal. So, I want you all to understand we are here for you. But you have to reach out so that we know what you need. We can talk all day here, but some things need to be specialized and individualized, and we can't do that if we don't know that you are in need. So, do not cry out in silence. Right now, Sean is in one state, I'm in another. And those of you listening are all over the world. So with that said, quickly, if you need to send me an email, my email is letsgrow, L-E-T-S-G-R-O-W, at cmariawall.com. And our number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. And for those of you who still love to use the United States Postal Service, Our mailing address is Post Office Box 272, in Randallstown, Maryland 21133. Randallstown is spelled R A N D A L L S T O W N, Maryland 21133. So those are the contact. That's the contact information for us. If you need us, give us a call. I'm going to turn it over to Shauna to give her. Contact information because between the two of us, we're going to try to help you as much as
2: we can. And that's the thing it's like, know that no comment, no question, no situations, big or small. We are here for you and we mean that. So you can reach out at any time. My information, you can contact me by phone at 216. 990-9080 990-9080 Again 216-990-9080 Or you can reach me at info at It's E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D The number two Grow G-R-O-W Dot com
1: And of course If you have a story to tell We're here for you again our show numbers to, uh oh gosh i almost gave the wrong thing our show <laughs> number is 646 478 4726 uh focus females global we're all over the place we're on social media um we're just everywhere you can find us on facebook you can do a google search for us um we're everywhere So you can always reach us. If you go to our websites, of course, this program and all of our programs under the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio um, Network are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is an IRS-approved and recognized 501c3 nonprofit organization. And the website is thewallfoundationinc.org. We'll be updating and changing those sometime this year, I'm still figuring out how I want the feel and the look. I like to keep them simple for people who aren't as computer savvy. And um, there's no need in bombarding you with a lot of information on a computer screen that um, I love to share with you here or one-on-one at one of our workshops or events. Um, What else was I going to share with you all today? Hmm. I'll let Shauna talk for a minute so I can recollect <laughs> my thoughts. I know was something else I wanted to share. It's a but I'm lot not we can
2: still share. It'd come back. It would definitely come back. Um Yeah. One of the things so how do you how do you action steps. I'm all about action. I told you I'm a list person. Action steps. How do I move forward in this life with boundaries? write down, um, get a sheet of paper and make columns. And at the cross of the top, you can put different um, relationships or different areas of your life. It might be family, it might be workplace. um, It might be something more specific as a marriage. It might be, you know, a friendship, whatever those topics are for you. Or even you can go back to the emotional, spiritual, physical, materialistic um, headings. And find you a quiet space, and really take that time that hopefully uninterrupted time so maybe turn off your cell phone or um, you know shut the door and take time to really reflect inwardly and think of those things how do you want how do you want to see your life in those areas where has where have people where have people overstepped their boundaries in those areas and how did that make you feel and if it was done again Will it hurt? If that answer is yes, write that down and create a boundary around that. If it's someone close to you, pick up the phone after you have had that moment of silence and have gathered your words and you have now good intent to relay your message, pick up the phone. Now, I know we were talking about sending text messages, and that's awesome for great short messages or, you know, some things like that. but. Sometimes we have to have also conversations with people where they can actually hear our voice and hear our intent. Um, unless it's someone difficult, then handle it accordingly. But it's okay to pick up the phone and say, I'm, I need to share something with you in love and here it is.
1: But again, Sean, let we... me, let me come mm-hmm. in here on this because let me interject on that because I want you all to understand that. What you just said, so many people are already living that. So when I'm saying it's time for them to take it up a notch, there's some people who have never learned. They're not going to learn. So you can try to talk to them and love all you want. They don't care about that. Let's go back to the narcissist. Narcissists could care less about if you're trying to talk to them and love, hate, or whatever. They don't care because everything is centered around them. That's how they are that's how they uh, um, um, program. That's what they if do. You,
2: in, so, yeah. again,
1: mm-hmm. if when I say go to – if you don't want to let these people go and you want to keep some sense of communication, the best way for you to do it, if they text, then do it through text. If you want mm-hmm. to – remember, when we first started this, it was because people – When even in your story, they would call and they would go off on them, on them, on them. So a lot of people, when you say, you know, tell them I'm going to talk to you in love and this and that. Now, some people think, wait a minute, but that's what I've been doing. And that didn't work. So let me let me let me define
2: what I meant by in love. I'm not saying you're going to lay out the roses and, you know, oh, wonderful things are just going to flow from me. What I mean by I'm going to approach someone in love is with pure intent. I'm not going to approach someone angry. I'm not going to approach someone hostile. I'm approaching them with my truth. Now, mm-hmm. if I approach you that way and you come at me, whether you are the Mary Poppins of the, you know, of the field or if you're that narcissist or manipulator, whatever you want to be, when you respond your normal way, then guess what? Boom, my sense of boundary goes up and I'm 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 ending the communication at that point. So when I say I'm going to approach you in love, it's with pure intent to convey my truth to you. Now, what you choose is up to you on how to receive it. Even, and I've been in relationships and I've had friendships with people that are the epitome of narcissism.
0: <laughs> it's like, ah!
2: But I, when I learned, because, you know, you can't, you can't argue and win because their minds are set to their right. whatever. And what I, what I learned from my peace, because I used to come back, like, I'm going to fight back with my words, you know, I'm going to say and they're going to hear it. I learned just even with them, to calmly approach it in love with pure intent, to say that I'm just going to convey this message as a person that I am, I'm not going to stoop down to arguing and fussing. And then I, and I walk away. And it's okay. And that's what I guess one of the bottom messages, the bottom line messages I want you guys to understand today is to simply say that this is what I'm going to do and it's okay. This is the boundary I'm putting in place and it's Okay it's okay for you. It doesn't have to be okay for the world, it's okay for you. I accept it as it is and whatever comes with it. Meaning the consequences, if I have to lose this friendship, if I have to lose this family member, if I have to lose this business partner, because this is the boundary that's gonna keep me sane and in my happy place, then that's what I'm going to do. And then you just wish people well I remember when I had to wish a narcissistic person well, I approached him calmly in my peace. I spoke my truth. I set my boundary. And I said goodbye. Yep. So sometimes we just have to, me, said, say goodbye.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and for me, I speak it. I speak it with conviction and firmness. Um. I tell people, look, this has gone on long enough. And the bottom line is simple. It's not working for me. It hasn't worked for me in the last decade or two. So the bottom line is simple. Decade, minute, second, whatever it is, people, hours, it's not working. So I think that it comes with, when Shauna says speak it with love, I, I would say speak it with a calm demeanor so that they won't have anything to throw back on you because the minute that, You raise your voice, that validates them raising theirs, and they will take it back to the beginning and say, see, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about. And the thing is that you want to say what you have to say with conviction. You don't want to come down to their level of actions and how they respond. Mm -hmm. But once you say it, you leave it alone. Mm -hmm. And if you choose to wish them well, so be it. If you don't, I have to add this. If you don't, you don't have to because this is about helping you to heal because that person has to find their healing for themselves. And a lot of times we get into relationships, not all of us, but a lot of us, we do get into relationships with the hopes that we can change or fix someone, and that never works. So when you do it, do it with conviction if you choose to stay in contact Now, you've had a history of knowing that that face-to-face, one-on-one or however you're going to do it doesn't work. So if you want to write to them emails and or text messages, that's a good way to keep you safe, to set your boundaries and let you have control over your boundaries. Because remember, this show is about boundaries. So again, these are options. These are called options, people. Now, if you want to come up with a problem or an excuse or a but or a because for every option and answer, then again, that's a show for another day because we have to delve deeper into why you choose to continually sabotage your happiness and success. So that's another show. But these are called options. I'm that rebel with, with, with a mission on a, you know, on a cause. I'm like, yeah, I'll be needing you to, you know, roll on up out of here. (laughs) You know, let's just keep it real. It's like, Mm -hmm. mm
0: -hmm,
1: no, because one thing, and another thing that I can tell you all is that, and I've talked to so many people who feel this way, is that the older we get, the less we're just, we're just not going to put up with or sugarcoat or do anything the way that we used to when we were younger. So I'm telling you, the older we get, it's just something that happens inside of us, where it's
0: like, you know, mm -mm. you know, it really
2: is today.
1: (laughs) Not today, Satan. Not today, (laughs) Satan. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Not today, Satan. Listen, this is what's gonna happen. And, um, you know, uh, just a little little backstory about me. My ex-husband never realized because I was always calm and wonderful. Had Love had nothing to do with it because love had left our marriage a long time ago. But I said, I'm going to divorce you, and, you know, you'll get served at some point. He took it as a joke, and he kept doing all the dirt that he was doing until that knock came at that door. And when he got served, and I mean, that was a covert operation because I said, he's gone. You can't come today and blah, blah, blah. And they said, well. I took him to the store, and while we were at the store, I said, we're on our way home, so if you can start working towards it, you know, by the time you get home, I'm going to lock myself in the bathroom or somewhere, and you can knock on the door and give it to him. that's exactly how it went down. When he was served with the divorce papers, you, you, you're divorcing me. I'm like, I told you I was going to divorce you, dear. I don't understand. And every time that I would talk in a calm demeanor, it would really enrage him. Because he wanted me to get angry. He wanted me to get loud. And another show, I'll tell you all about the story when he opened up the bedroom window and he was having a one-sided argument. And my neighbor called and said, are you all arguing? And I was like, I'm on the phone with you. Do you hear me talking to him? She said, you know what? He's still acting like he's talking to you. Yeah. But in, in the human psyche, just as the neighbor did, we have to learn how to speak our truth before our abusers' lies become the truth in other people's ears and in their psyche. Because had that been a court case, they would say, yeah, one night they were arguing, but my neighbor realized she only heard one voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in life, whether it's opening up a window, making pretend so that neighbors can be there to say, yeah, they argued all the time without even realizing that they never heard another voice. They only heard his. The same way goes for any other aspect of life, people. When you live in silence, the only voice that they hear are the voices of your perpetrators. They tend to believe the lies, so you have to get this together. You have to set those boundaries. You have to find your voice. You have to speak your voice. And speak your words with conviction. Because in the end, you don't want people to say, and trust me, it can happen. My profession is a mediator. I have a mediation practice. And people will come and go to court, especially when you're talking about a court-appointed one. The bottom line is that when you're in court listening to all of this, or you're an advocate, and you're listening to people talk, And you know, well, did you really see or hear it, or is this something that you were told or you assumed? And when they really think about it, and you have them close their eyes and look back, it's like, well, you know, it must have happened because, or it must have happened, but this, well, yeah, it did happen, but not like that. The infamous button because. We cannot sit in silence because when we do that, in the mind of the people on the outside looking in, We are either a part of that problem or we are giving permission for it. And we have to understand that when enough is enough, it's time for us to put our foot down. Don't put your foot up. let's not do that, people. That can lead to other things. But you have to put your foot down. And you have to know when it's time for you to find your voice, set those boundaries, or prepare for an exodus from the situation. But we cannot stay where we are and expect tomorrow to be something different. The infamous, another cliche, but insanity. Doing the same things over and over again, but somehow respecting a different result. Doesn't work, people. It just does not work. So that's what the show was about today. Um, If you're in our show chat room, uh, Sheba, if you have anything to add, feel free. We have a few moments left in the program. We may end a few minutes early, but um, we have about 17 minutes. So um, if you have anything or if you're in the call query and you want to add something, feel free. But for all of us, I think that there comes a time when, we should sit down and have an honest talk with the person that we see in the mirror. We speak about that all the time. Because, you see, before you can go out and get help from anyone, whether it's Shauna or myself or you go out and you get psychological help or whatever type of help you need, if you and the person in the mirror are not ready to receive that help and then act upon it properly, Nothing is going to work. Nothing is going to work. You can't start a new business if you're broken and have no boundaries. You shouldn't go into a relationship if you have no boundaries. Things that you just should not do. Because guess what? In the long run, you're going to end up unhappy or worse. It does not work. Back at you, Shauna, to give them some words
2: of wisdom. You know, I was reminded when you were speaking um, of grade school, and it's amazing how—and I'm speaking from personal experiences—it's uh, amazing how we grow up in all these controlled institutional environments with all these boundaries that we saw as rules and. When As we go through, once we become like adults and as we just go, as we go through life, things happen and we forget how easy it is to set rules, boundaries in place to protect us. When your job places, example, a no firearm sign at the door, they're saying, hey, we're protecting those people on the other side of this door. When you were in grade school and they said, you know, you know, hey, you can't talk out loud in the middle of class or this is the consequence. Or when you walk down the hall, there's no talking, just be you know, forming a single file line and walk quietly to your next class, you know, or you can't write in the books, destroy the books, write in them, and the list goes on. And we were okay with those boundaries. So why are we not okay with erecting boundaries in our adult life? Why are we okay with following other people's boundaries but not our own? You have to know your worth. You're going to hear me say this over and over and over again, show after show. You have to know your worth. You have to feel, you have to know that you are worthy of respect. You have to know that you are worthy to be treated as you are. You have to know that it's okay. To go against the grain, because maybe your boundary is going to, you know, is a lot different than the environment which you live or are, right? Your current situation is right now. And so if you create this boundary, if you share the boundary with the people around you, they're like, wait a minute, what? We all do X, Y, Z. But that's okay. That's what you do. I am no longer doing. And here's my boundaries. I'm also reminded, you know, see Maria, we didn't touch base really on like, and I don't know why this came up, but I know you're going to love this because you love not spending money in a day. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. financial boundaries. That just came to mind. Uh, Maybe the powers that be are trying to say something to me, but that just came to mind, so I just want to share that with you guys really quickly. Um, And then see Maria would definitely share her, um, her feelings on this. And financial boundaries live within your means. If you don't have it, don't spend it. We don't have to roll with the Joneses. We don't have to be like them. If you can't afford a name brand of whatever it is that you so desire, you don't have to have it. Don't save your money to buy that purse, but you haven't invested in your life yet. It's okay to enjoy life and to reward yourself, but maybe instead of buying those pair of shoes when you got paid, why don't you just take that 10% and stick it in your savings account to invest it. There has to be financial boundaries. Well, that's coming up in another show
1: because I, I know do but I just, have that some came guests to mind, but I had to that. say that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that don't listen to her, you all. What I do is, that could
2: also I I have relationships. Yeah,
1: I you know, but Shauna went there with me. You know, you all. She talked about me and my not spend the penny rule. (laughs) See what happened was.
2: (laughs) What happened was I have
1: pretty much. See what happened was, I have certain days of the week that I set aside where I will not spend one penny not via credit card, not via gift card, not via anything. And that took some time for me to work up to the point where I'm not spending going to have stop off to get breakfast every morning, going to buy lunch every day, going to do this. So one or two days a week, I literally do not spend any money in any form. And what I did was, I figured out how much money I was saving by not spending money one or two days a week. In an average day, maybe I could save $40, $50 by not spending any money because so many of us, we go out, we go out to lunch with our coworkers, we do this and that. Before we know, we spend in excess of $100 in one day. If we're doing that several times a week, or we're stopping for breakfast There's so, so many people, and so many people are about to hang up on me and hate me. But I'm sorry, but spending all that money for a cup of coffee with a lady that looks like a mermaid with some squiggly lines, I'm sorry. It just doesn't work for me. It's like, what? How about you get yourself a a brewer and you go ahead and get yourself a little latte maker and you get yourself the little ingredients and you really make it the way you want. And then you swirl around your little cream on top and you get the little toothpick and make your little lines through it and make it all cute. Because the minute that you start to drink it, it's going to be a hot mess looking anyway. So I'm trying to figure out. And so many people have probably thrown up their hands and said, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. You know what? Do you? I keep telling people, do you? Because there's certain boundaries. And to go back a little bit on what Shauna said about finances, you'd be surprised how much money you can save. Because at some point, if you own a home, your plumbing may need mm-hmm. to be fixed or your mm-hmm. roof may need to be replaced. Or you may have some some come out and uh, around on the news. There's neighborhoods where people slash all the people's tires and or steal them. That extra money that you're saving could go towards easing your pain Mm -hmm. when you come into a crisis. So the bottom line is simple. Again, you have to learn how to set those personal boundaries. Rules are meant for people to follow, period. Boundaries you control. You control boundaries. You decide what you will and will not accept for yourself and out of others. That's the difference between a rule and boundaries. You're in full control of a boundary. Literally, you're in full control. Rules, that's like you break the law. Laws are rules that you're supposed to follow. And when you don't follow those rules, there's ramifications through the legal system. Whether it's be speeding and you get a ticket or whatever it is, you get something back. Whereas boundaries, those are uniquely yours. And you decide what is and is not acceptable, period, the end, not up for further discussion. So that's the difference in what you all need to learn how to apply in your lives. We will have someone on to talk about financial um, boundaries um, and and how to get better at that. But most of those those people just aren't ready but people just no. aren't ready. And That's going to be a listen show. That's going to be a show. But do that you can remember, see Maria, to...
2: that I wasn't listening? Remember a couple years ago, you, we were doing a show, and um, you brought up about you know your no spending or you were decreasing your spending. I think at that point, or getting to the no point, yep. no spend oh, point. Oh yeah, she laid and you remember, into I'm me. Like,
0: you and laid you and I were me. on
2: total opposite pages. <laughs> we were in total yep. opposite books. See Maria saying save, and I'm like spend, enjoy life. <laughs>
0: And I said, I oh, think oh, yeah, this lady I'm about gonna... to jump
2: through this phone. <laughs> but,
0: but I would once like again, to report.
2: I would like to report back mm-hmm. that I have seen the light. <laughs> <laughs> and and you all would you know, I, I <laughs> one of the things that I learned though, and I'm gonna tie this back to boundaries, is that for me in my life, you know, and the things that I have gone through, the obstacles as an adult, that when I allow people to cross my boundaries or I didn't emphasize or, you know, express the importance of my boundaries, even to myself, then I did not feel good emotionally. Then I became an emotional wreck. So now I had to feed that emotion, and then I would go spend money. And then I would Mm -hmm. come home, oh, now it's time to pay this. Or like you said, oh my, you know, the condo needs, you know, repairs. Oh, I need concrete work, or the, the furnace went out. Oh, I don't have money. Oh, but if I didn't spend it at the store and splurged on all these things, then I could have some money to put towards that. But, oh, but if I had right. put up the boundaries and stood firm in that, then I wouldn't have been at that first step of having an emotional breakdown that needed soothing through shopping. It's all tied together, people.
0: <laughs> it, it is. It's all but it tied is. together. It is.
2: And once again, what
1: does Maria always say to everyone? Hmm. You don't have to listen to me today, but at some point you will, and you'll find out that <laughs> I was right all along. And I attest to that. I attest to that. But again, but again, it's a process. You may not be where you should be at that moment. You have to work your way up to it. And that is a, that was a great example, Shauna, because it was the truth. I mean. And I was just fine. I was like, okay, well, you don't have to listen to me today, but at some point you're going to come back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just so glad. I was just glad that I'm still around to hear that. And now it's on yeah. the show, so it'll be immortalized. Because I'm like, hmm. But, you know, again, we give you the information. What you do with it is up to you totally, we just supply you the information. And if you don't want to use it, well, and like you say, at some point you might remember, could be 10 years down the road and say, that day going see Maria said X, Y, Z, and she was right. Well, yes, dear. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. Yep. yep, was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, so, Shauna, we have about four minutes left. You want to leave them with yeah, some closing words? And then I'm going to pull it all together, and then we're going to end our show for
2: today. So, some of the things, the one thing I want to leave with you guys is that we no longer have to be a victim to a boundary, boundaryless world or life. Create your boundaries for your self care. Create your boundaries for you and only you. Don't worry about how anyone is going to perceive them, how they're going to respond to them. Just know that you are worth each boundary that you set, in, you set up in your life. Be bold with them. Be courageous and take action. The sooner that you accept the fact that boundaries exist in the world and they will exist in your life or they can exist in your life, the easier, the easier life can be. So walk in wisdom. We're going to prepare for next week's show but we're still here to discuss, to talk to you off air, call us. I'll leave you again with my information and turn it over to C. Maria. But I just want to encourage you and let you know that you got this. This healing process is a process. But we are here for you, and we are walking it with you. Again, I'm Shawna Gunter-Stevens, and you can reach me at 216-990-9080. Give me a call. Take care. Okay, and um, you all know who I am
1: already. See, Maria Wall, a.k.a. the mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. Doesn't mean that we're at rock bottom. It means that we're on solid ground where we can dig in deeply, gain our footage, and propel ourselves to higher heights. Hope you enjoyed our program today. And as always, listen, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine, bright those rainy days of yours. I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you know, smiles to turn a frown that you've been carrying around upside down, but most of all, I pray you know strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Thank you, Shiva B, for being here again this week. Shiva is one of our new family members, and at some point she's going to join in and um, share in her truth as well. Uh, so, again, you can reach me at grow at cmariawall.com. Uh, my website is www.cmariawall.com. There's also contact forms there or the wallfoundationinc.org. Contact forms there as well. Our number is 202-618-2556 or Post Office Box 272 in Randallstown, Maryland, 21133. So again, everyone, as we began, we will end with Tori Lee's good music. We have 90 seconds left, so we're going to leave on a good, good music, good talk, and I hope that you all have a good, good day. Till next time, Sean and I want to wish you the absolute best of everything. Go out and be awesome.
2: Take care.
0: I get lost in your words It feels so good when I'm hurt Takes my mind off of the pain Love when the beat takes me away With only good music Oh, 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 oh. With only good music Something about the things you said stays in my mind